Star Victoria Page Myring, and you are listening to TCBRadioNetwork.com. All Elvis, all the time. Hello, all you Elvis fans. This is Krista Joy, founder of TCBRadioNetwork.com. And I'm your co host of TCB Radio Network and Elvis tribute artist Peter Alden. Welcome to the TCB Radio Network podcast. Get ready for some Elvis content and news you can use, where it's all Elvis, all the time. Interviews with authors, Elvis fan club presidents, artists, musicians, and of course, close personal friends of Elvis Presley, people who knew him, the man himself. Thank you for tuning in. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy. It's time for the TCB Radio Network Podcast. Hey, this is Pete. We would like to welcome you back to TCB Radio Network. We hope you enjoyed our interview with Kim Davis last week. This week, we will be presenting part two of our interview, which we will join in progress in just a moment. First, here's Krista to remind you a little bit about who Kim Davis is. Hi, everybody, and welcome to TCB Radio Network Podcast. We are thrilled today to bring you an interview with the fabulous Kimberly Davis Ward, who we met in Memphis this year, August 2018, for Elvis Week. Before we get started, I want to reiterate one of the most important parts that she's going to get to later, but I want to give you a little more information than we were able to, to fit into the show itself. Um, Kimberly has a DVD that was produced about the Memphis Mafia with some really interesting interviews. You'll be able to hear her talk about this more later. But we wanted to let you know that you can actually own this DVD if you would like. And here's how. You just go to CrowdRise.com and search Kimberly Davis dash ward make sure you put the little hyphen in between her two last names and uh, again this is benefiting the friends of king's college london association inc you'll know you're in the right place there's a uh, wonderful letter there from kimberly now if you donate 25 dollars to her cause it requires you to put in your email and then kim will have your email so she can email you back to get your address to mail you this exclusive dvd Um, Another thing you can do is just send a note and a check for $25 made out to Kim Davis, and she'll just mail you back the DVD. So her address is Kim Davis, P.O. Box 101, Arlington, Tennessee, 38002. And I know that you'll enjoy this DVD. It's a wonderful gift for your donation to this fantastic cause. So without further ado, we'll get started our interview with Kimberly Davis Ward. Thanks, Krista. And now we join part two of our interview. And I understand, too, that at one time there was a, an 85-minute DVD from August 1992. What, what was that DVD? So Richard and George thought it would be a great idea to do a Memphis Mafia reunion. And our friends of ours, uh, Johnny and Sandy Robertson, owned Alfred's Own Bill, which most, most people probably know where that is, in front of the FedEx Forum. And they started a Memphis Mafia Union. It was kind of a question-answer type. Of, it always reminded me of like um, Oprah Winfrey type show. And they would just have the fans ask questions. And you'd have people on stage like Red West, Billy Smith, Dick Grobe, Sam Thompson, um, of course, George and Richard. 
and just different guys would would show up every year. I know one year Charlie Hodge showed up, and you know the fans had not heard from him for a really long time. So this is the very first DVD, and I'm 19 years old. I've got one of those big giant cameras, you know, that rested on your shoulder. I just recorded it, converted it to DVD a couple of years ago, just so the fans can see, because a lot of these guys aren't with us anymore, which sadly, we're, we've we've lost a lot of them. And they're all just, yeah. you know, they're like my brothers. They were brothers to, to Richard, and it's just, you know, marrying somebody a lot older older than you. I have a lot of friends that are a lot older than me, and it just seems like I've, I've been going to a lot of funerals lately, and it's just, um, you know, the Elvis world is dwindling down. And when when people want to hear my stories, it's a little embarrassing for me because I, I one of the first things I say is I, I didn't know him because I was six years old when, when he passed away, but... I do understand that eventually the only stories that are going to be left are the secondhand stories. And Richard used to say, when I die, all my stories will die with me because he was never going to write a book. And I said, no, they won't because I've heard them way too many times, way too many times. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, my memory's not the greatest. I call it mommy brain. But when you got, right. when, when someone starts asking me a question, I can hear him answer and I try to use the same words that he used. So is that DVD still available for purchase? It is. We have all the money is going to, uh, to find a cure for Crohn's disease. I have something similar to it. And unfortunately, I passed down uh, Crohn's disease, I guess, to uh, Brandon and, and uh, Madison. Luckily, knock on wood, the third triplet doesn't have it. But it's a, it's a debilitating disease. They think they have a vaccine in England, and the Elvis fans have been helping us raise money to, to get that vaccine. I think it's in the second trial of uh, hum, human trials. I, they can either send uh, $25 to my P.O. box, and I'm sure you can put that link on, or um, there's a link to our, it's a crowd rise fund, which is kind of like GoFundMe. It's in England. Mm -hmm. They use the crowd rise. So it's a great video. Um, you know, nobody else, nobody else has it because I was the only one filming that night. And it's, you know, it's, it's something that there's some great stories that red, red tells some of some of the funniest stories that I'd never heard before. And then Billy, Billy just recently started telling some of his stories, which I'm very grateful. Um, but he, he's got some great stories too. Yeah, that's great. We'll definitely put that, that link on our page. Is that the only way to get it? Is it to, to donate to the... Yeah, the it's crowd, crowd Rise or, I mean, I've got a P.O. box I can give give you guys. Yeah, yeah. If, they, if they some people don't feel comfortable using computers, and so we have we have a P.O. box that they can send the $25 to, and we just, we just send it all to the um, crowd. It's, it's King's College in London that has the vaccine, and, you know, if we have to fly to England to help cure my kids, we'll do that. My, my, my husband is from England so that's kind of ironic that that's where they're they're coming up with the cure I thought maybe that had something to do with it but the two the two facts are unrelated sounds like right I want to let everybody know so what you do is you go to crowdrise.com and when you get to the search bar you have to type in Kimberly Davis dash Ward so make sure you put a dash between Davis and Ward and it's benefiting Friends of King's College London Association, Inc. And you'll know you're in the right place because there's a, a long, beautiful letter there from Kimberly Kim about her kids, about what they're going through, about why she's trying to raise money. You can read all of that there. And circling back to that, Kim, you know, most people know Elvis was a twin. And you and Richard have the legacy of your own with three beautiful triplets, two boys and a girl. 
So if you want to tell a little bit about that story, um, what it's like being a triplet mom, what it's like back then, it's like for you now. I know everybody would love to hear that as well. Well, I do love to help anybody who's struggling with infertility. Um, that was a, a, a 10 year struggle for us. In fact, in Memphis, they said I would never have children, basically give up. I saw where Celine Dion was successful her first time in New York City. So I told Richard, we're going to New York. Well, by this time, we'd already spent about 25000 and all on a Visa card. He said, how are we going to do that? We don't have Celine Dion's money. And he used to tell people, he said, when I looked at her face, I knew we were going to New York. I'm kind of a driven person like that. So we went in, went up there on 8-11-2001. They gave us, we were up there for about 30 days in New York City. They gave us a 70% chance. We came back home and of course the horrible tragedy of 9-11 happened. So they called us and told us, look, nobody's coming up here. They're, they're, they're scared. And I said, no, you gave me a 70% chance of having a baby. I'm on the first plane. So we were on the first plane, just Richard and I with a bunch of flight attendants that needed to be redirected. We were the first flight out of Memphis to New York. And we were up there for about 18 days, did the procedure, another 25,000. At one point I thought they were going to be born with visa stamped across their head, but, uh, <laughs> But we came back home and I had to wait two weeks, went to my doctor who told me I could never get pregnant and he did the pregnancy test. He wasn't allowed to tell me whether I was pregnant or not. He had to call New York. So I was working at the Horseshoe Casino right next to George Klein. We were at the casino host desk and Richard also worked in security at, at the Horseshoe. Every time the phone rang, I knew New York was calling. Every time the phone rang, I was picking it up really fast and nobody understood why, because nobody knew I was going to find out that day except Richard. And they called and they said, look, Kim, your numbers are real high. Congratulations. You're pregnant. It's probably more than one. And I turned and looked at George and I told him and George Klein was the first person to know that I was pregnant. He almost hugged the life out of me. So um, we finally found Richard and told him and about six weeks later, we saw three heartbeats. So I was just overjoyed. A lot of people were like, were you scared? And you know, no, I just wanted babies. And everybody kept telling me if I didn't stop trying, I was going to have a litter. And that was, that was okay with me. <laughs> so yeah, it's just, it's just a joy. It's just, they're, they're my whole heart. They all look like Richard and they're just little pieces of him. It's, you know, it's, it's been hard. It's they, he, he passed away uh, months after they turned two years old. So that's when I looked to God and said, do you, you must really think I'm strong because I, I don't know how I'm going to do it on my own, but they kept me going. They made me get up out of the bed every day. Cause you know, when, when, when I lost Richard, I, I, I lost, you know, my heart, they, they saved me. They, um, they're now 16 years old. So there's, there's new challenges with 16 year olds, everybody, the car insurance and needing cars and, George, George Klein always used to tell me, especially after Richard passed away, that, you know, if Elvis had lived, those babies would never want for anything. So if he would have been alive, there'd probably be three brand new cars in my in my driveway. But he gave he gave he gave Richard so much. I could never ask ask for anything more from from that man. He made he made my my husband so, so happy and uh, gave him so much that we would. You know, we would never it gave him a lifetime of, of friendship and, and memories and Richard passed those down to me. I love it. Well, I was chatting with someone right before we got on the phone here, Kim, and um, we have a special message uh, for you from one of our writers at TCB Radio Network. Maybe you're familiar with Janet Bostick. For those that don't know, we have consistent written submissions from Janet up on the website. She's a beautiful writer. 
and she shares her thoughts on Elvis for our readers at tcbradionetwork.com. And Kim, I think you might know of Janet because I saw you guys talking on one of our Facebook posts. She has triplets like you, two boys and a girl. Yes, They're yes. Yeah, 20 years old. And Janet wanted me to tell you, and I, and I quote, this is exactly what she typed out to me. She will not believe the weight that's lifted the moment those three walk across the stage to get their diplomas. It is honestly life-changing. So that's the message from Janet. Oh, thank you so much. Yes, I, I didn't know she had triplets and we started talking and, and then some other triplet moms came on there. And it's just, it's, it's just amazing because you really, my next door neighbor has triplets. It's uh it's a it's a special special bond that we have and changing those 28 diapers a day and 28 bottles not too oh. many not too many people understand what that was like i'd do it all over again but you know just knowing somebody else has been through that so thank you janet oh so sweet well and i have one more a couple more things i wanted to ask you about if we can backtrack i read that richard was one of the first guys to get a tcb necklace do you know that story um i know he they were all given to the original 12. so i know that the from what richard always told me the mold was broken after those original 12 were made so i just know that it was it, it, it kind of always reminded me of like jesus and his disciples not that I want to compare Elvis to Jesus because that wouldn't that wouldn't be fair and Elvis would never want that. But it it they it was just something that he wanted them all to have as an insignia and just show their their bond. From from what I understand, he gave them all the the necklace on the same day and basically went one by one and placed it on their necks. Wow, very cool. And something else our listeners are very familiar with is the Marion Cock Elvis Presley Memorial Dinner because we promoted the heck out of it last year. Almost every show we talked about the Memorial Dinner and, and um, how special it is. And we heard a rumor that you might be taking over those dinners in the future. Do you want to talk about that? Yes, I found out about that uh, at the Mafia reunion. So <laughs> the night the night before, everybody says you can't say no to Marion, and that I would never tr never attempt that at all. That dinner is is so special to me. The Peabody is where Richard and I first sat together and had that first spark, and it was at her dinner. So for me, that it's just so ironic that 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 I would be taking over and uh, Sandy Robertson that owns Alfred's and it's such an honor. She just asked that we always use her name and of course, of course we would. She's done so much for charities and Elvis's name and this next year is going to be her 30th year and she's going to continue to come to all of them and I'm going to need your help and all the other people that has have helped her through the years because it's not something that I've uh, I've ever really done. I mean, I have an advertising degree and I, I, I can promote things pretty well. But as far as all the logistics of everything, I know she has a lot of helpers and, and a lot of those people have reached out to me. And I appreciate that because we're going to I want to do the best job I possibly can in my in my spare time, <laughs> which I have very little job and a husband and all that spare time you have. Yes. Yeah. Yes. But that's, that's, yeah, that's we, I know she has, she has a lot of help. I mean, so, so I'm going to, I'm going to need every one of those people and more. It's an honor. And the fact that she wants the, uh, one of the charities to be uh, Crohn's, the, the disease that my children are afflicted with is just, it, it's just a blessing that, that she, she wants to help because she's helped, she's helped me 
all along. You know, when Richard passed away, she was at the funeral home and showing me where to go. And she knew all the people at the funeral home and just such a comfort, just always a, a comfort to me. Well, and, uh, and, and honestly, and we've been, we've been helping her a lot for the, for the last few years as well. And the one thing that about Marion is that of anybody who really could, you could say has continued Elvis's legacy, it would be Marion. She's raised millions of dollars in Elvis's name and it's just it's the it's it's a very selfless thing that she does and she she's so concerned that that the dinner that everyone knows that that she's not making any money off this this is all money for these charities and it's all in Elvis's name because that's what he would have done she likes that she can continue that and I think when we when we got the chance to meet you up there in Memphis and Chris and I both talked and we think you'll you'll be fantastic I, if you can raise if you can raise triplets I think you can uh, I think you can take care of it. <laughs> That's my fallback. Whenever I think I can't do anything, I was like, look, I carried triplets. Surely I can do anything, right? For sure. <laughs> I certainly I certainly have a lot of help. Believe Like they say, it takes a village. I have a, I have an incredible village that has helped me raise them to be the, the great young adults that they are. The, they're, they're just proud to, you know, they were at Marion's dinner, and they're just proud to be part of the Elvis family. They love being around uh, Elvis's guys and hearing stories about their dad. And, you know, Marion tells me go over to her house, and she makes us ice cream, and we sit around and talk about their father and um, all the wonderful things that Elvis did for, for so many that a, a lot of people don't even, a lot of people will never know about and, and never realize the the, the good that was inside that man. We'll be right back with today's interview after this announcement from Cruisin' with the King. Are you ready to celebrate Elvis and cast your cares away with us on Royal Caribbean's Enchantment of the Seas? Non-stop activities, VIP gift bags, daily exclusive private performances by the co-host of TCB Radio Network, Peter Alden, and other big name artists. This is Krista Joy, founder of TCB Radio Network, and I'll be on board too. Join us for Cruising with the King aboard Royal Caribbean's Enchantment of the Seas, sailing April 1st through 5th, 2019. You'll meet Elvis's co-star from Kissin' Cousins, Cynthia Pepper, his personal nurse and good friend Marion Cock, plus many talented performers celebrating the king of rock and roll. Karaoke, Elvis Bingo with up to $500 in prizes, Elvis on a Shelf, door decorating contest, question and answer session with Elvis's nurse Marion Cock, special group t-shirts, up close and personal interactions with the performers, and many opportunities for impromptu selfies are all included. Be sure to use code PA1 for a special gift. Details, video, and more can be found at tcbradionetwork.com. Just type CRUISE in the search bar. Join us April 1st through 5th, 2019 on Royal Caribbean for Cruising with the King. Be sure to use booking code PA1. Well, when we were up at, up at Alfred's, that's the this first where we met you, and, and uh, while you were being barraged by all the fans, I had a chance to talk to uh, to your husband, and he was just, I had such a great time talking to him. 
So I want you to brag on him a little bit because I, I had a blast talking to him. He was a very, very interesting man. Everybody wants to know if you're remarried. So talk about your new man. Yes. Well, he is an Elvis fan. So that's a blessing because very few men could handle me talking about Richard all the time, or, or especially during Elvis week in August and in January. But he, um, Andrew Hearn, he runs a magazine. And I have known Andrew since I was 19 years old, and he was friends with Richard. He lives in England. He is a mutual friend of mine and uh, Stevens, my, my husband. I saw him in a picture on Facebook with Andrew, and I hit like. And he immediately sent me a friend request. I didn't accept it at first because I didn't know who he was. I just knew he was an Elvis fan. And there's a lot of people that try to be my friends because maybe they can get inside the Elvis world and meet someone. And so I, I didn't let him in for a while. And then he was kind of persistent. And I, he thought I lived in England. He didn't know I was married to Richard. And so when I finally let him through, he was so apologetic. He wrote me this long Facebook message saying, I'm not one of those weird people that just wants to know you because of Elvis. And please don't think that. And he had been coming over here, I think, 10 or 11 times during Elvis week, all the way from England, which always blows my mind that they spend so much money. Just shows you the, the magnetism of Elvis Presley. I'd never met him. And unfortunately, he never met Richard. I would have loved to that he would have met him, but you know he met Joe and Charlie and some had his picture made with him, but never never met Richard. And so we met through Facebook, and then one January he came over and we met at the Peabody. I took my brother with me as a chaperone because you just never know. And within <laughs> about five minutes, I was telling my brother to go home. <laughs> So, he, you know, he's amazing. He, you know, most of my friends have trouble understanding him. So I'm, I'm glad you could pick up on his accent because he, he has a kind of an Ozzy Osbourne type accent. And, and when he gets excited, he starts talking even faster. And, you know, being in the South, we talk real slow. So I tell him that, you know, once he slows down, you can kind of understand him. But even now we've been together almost seven years he, uh, most of my friends still just kind of nod their heads as, as, he's, as he's speaking. But he's, he's great. He's very tolerant of all of this because he is an Elvis fan. And he has respect for the Memphis Mafia and just very grateful and blessed that it, it doesn't step on his ego. I do have to talk about Richard a lot. And he was the father of the triplets. And he's just amazing. He'll take them, you know, if he finds a picture of Richard with Elvis that he thinks I haven't seen, he'll, he'll buy it for the kids. He'll, he'll have things framed and, and uh, anything that has to do with Elvis and Richard, he'll have it framed and give it to him for Christmas. So he's, uh, the, the fact that he's not threatened by that is just a, is just a blessing. Oh, a nice guy, a special guy, and so handsome, too. I was, I was telling somebody, I was talking to Kim Davis's husband, and between the British accent and how handsome he is, I could barely pay attention to what he was saying. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's what drew me in, too. Yeah. It, it reminds me a bit, a bit of uh, Cary Grant, and that, that I always had a crush on Cary Grant. Well, Kim, thank you so much for being so generous with your time today and talking about your memories of Richard and Elvis. I want to remind everybody one more time, go to CrowdRise.com and search Kimberly Davis-Ward so you can make your donation towards uh, their cause. Implementing, I guess, is the right word, 
this vaccine that we're hoping will uh, take care of Crohn's disease once and for all your daily life, Kim, with your kids and they get um, transfusions and things like that. It's a lot to carry for a mom. Yes, it's it's uh, having the having the medicine put into their bodies that could possibly do harm in the future is one of the things that keeps driving us for this vaccine. It keeps them in remission right now and hopefully for a long time until we can find a cure, but it's not it's it's a biologic that you don't want to, you know, have in your children, but you know, it's 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 the lesser of two evils right now. Well, I can I can certainly relate. Uh, looking for a cure, my uh, my youngest had uh, an X-linked uh, chromosome disease called adrenoleukodystrophy that he uh, that he passed away from, and we fought to get there wasn't even mandatory screening for it, and so we just finally this year in the state of Florida got uh, mandatory screening done for that. There's no cure for it, but if it's if it's found early enough, you can you can stop it. So I certainly understand the uh, you know going anywhere. We were ready to hop on a plane to go to France right when we heard that they were running tests and and then we found out they weren't running them anymore. But I can certainly empathize with you and know that absolutely ready to jump on a plane and and head anywhere you need to go to uh, to get them what they need. Yes, yeah, so everybody listening, we want you to give big. Give big to Kim's cause. You know Elvis would. My, my condolences. I, I saw that picture on Facebook. It broke my heart. And knowing that he would be the same age as the triplets is uh, is very near to my heart. So uh, my condolences to you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Well, on that note. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Sorry, guys. Are we all fine here? We'll wrap up the show. Thank you again, again, Kim, so much for your time. We appreciate you and your beautiful memories with Richard and his memories with Elvis, helping us to carry on the legacy of Elvis Presley. Appreciate your time. You have a wonderful day. We'll talk to you again real soon. Thank you guys so much. I appreciate everything y'all do. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to subscribe to TCB Radio Network on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Pocket Casts, Radio Public, Stitcher, or your favorite podcast platform. By subscribing, you'll get a notification as soon as our latest episode drops. While you're at it, please rate us with a five-star review. This will help other Elvis fans find our show. Also, this just in, you can now subscribe to our podcast episodes on YouTube. We also have a YouTube channel that includes archived episodes of our Facebook Live broadcasts and more. You can find links to this and so much more at tcbradionetwork.com. We'd also like to thank Lee Douglas of Old Time Rock and Roll, always found at www.oldtimernr.com for converting our show to iTunes. We appreciate you, Lee. Be sure to check out Lee's fantastic site and listen to his weekly shows, all oldies music with no commercials. TCB Radio Network is strictly a fan publication, not affiliated in any way with Elvis Presley Enterprises or any of its affiliates or subsidiaries. Please visit us online at tcbradionetwork.com. All trademarks, product names, company names, and logos mentioned are the properties of their respective owners. All opinions stated within do not necessarily reflect the opinions of anyone else, and certainly not Elvis Presley Enterprises. Still the King, our theme song for TCB Radio Network podcast, was written by Shane Douglas 
produced by Terry Fullwider at Blue Spot Studios and performed by Peter Alden and his band, Crown Electric Company, featuring David Fontana, son of Elvis Presley's original drummer, DJ Fontana, on drums. Elvis Presley is still the king. Well, he's still the king. He's got so many show good singing.